friend, I'm Ashley DeLuca, and I believe email marketing and sales on autopilot go hand in hand just like a messy bun and a cup of coffee. With a stack full of library books and a laptop bought from babysitting money, <laughs> I started this entrepreneurial journey back in 2009. I help coaches and educators just like you create a stream of pre-sold leads through consistent email marketing. Each week, I'm going to share with you practical strategies to help you connect and convert your ideal clients into paying clients so you can focus on what you do best. Holy guac, I'm so excited. So let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh, guys, you will not believe who I was able to get on the podcast. I am seriously so incredibly excited to have my friend Holly on the podcast here today. And just so you know, Nicholas is definitely all sorts of goofiness today. So if you hear him, just know he's just being a happy-go-lucky little toddler. So Holly, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I am so excited to talk with you about all things outsourcing because I know you are the queen at it. (laughs) I am. Yes, I love it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, Ashley. Yeah. Okay, girl. So go ahead and share us um, a little bit about you, um, what you do, and the goodness that you bring to the world. Yeah. So crazy, crazy things. Um, I have a lot of irons in the fire. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I have a, an agency, a virtual assistant agency. It's called Holly and co. And I have, I think I have like seven virtual assistants who work under me now. So we take on clients, anything from like social media to tech VA to basic research, admin, customer support, like anything you can think of, like you can hire my agency to get that done, which is awesome. Outside of that, I also am coaching women on how to become virtual assistants um, because I know that this is such a, a big thing, especially in these crazy times, uh, to work online and kind of work for yourself. And I'm also helping women to scale their virtual assistant businesses through a, a mastermind that I just created. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I think the coolest part about you is that like, this just didn't happen overnight by any means. I mean, this was for you, especially like more so of a journey of you going through the process of being able to discover that this is what you wanted to do. Right. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, totally. Um, definitely didn't happen overnight. Uh, it's, (laughs) it's been a long, a long road to like where I am now. And that's why I love coaching women on it because everybody's journey is so different. Um, so I, I became a virtual assistant. I started out three and a half years ago. I had just finished my master's degree and I had moved to San Diego, California to be with my boyfriend at the time. And I moved down there and for three months I sat on the couch, couldn't find a job. And I was like, hello, I'm like super smart. I have my master's. Uh, what's going on? You know, I couldn't get hired. So I went to a a temp agency And I got hired as an admin assistant for like $14 an hour, which I'm so blessed that they hired me because I really needed it. But at the same time, hello, I'm like, (laughs) I have my master's degree. I live in San Diego, California, which is like the most expensive place. And I'm making $14 an hour. This is not going to work out. So I went ahead and I was like, okay, I have a friend who does something like virtually. And I kind of looked into it more. And one day I just put up like a website, started (laughs) promoting myself in Facebook groups. And I was actually able to quit my full-time job within three months. So pretty wild. No, you know, here's the thing though. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like it's just so interesting. Like I love your story because it really kind of encompasses and shows like how you went through the process of being able to be like, okay, 
I know this $14 an hour thing isn't going to work. And now I know that we need to find another solution. And you just went out there and did the things, right? Like you didn't like pause. You didn't hesitate. You're just like, all right, girl, you know what? We got to make things happen. Like this isn't going to work. And you just went for it. So I want to kind of shift more into like specifically what you do, which is in terms of with being able to provide an outlet for, you know, entrepreneurs to be able to outsource. So as we're kind of going through this, like when do you recommend is like the best time for someone to move forward with outsourcing? Like, when is it like the perfect time? Like, when is it the moment of like, oh my gosh, I can jump in and save the day and do the things. Talk to me about that. It's kind of funny because um, outsourcing is kind of like having a baby. Like you really just <laughs> know when the right time is going to be. It's just, sometimes it just happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't say that there's like, oh, wait until like you reach this benchmark. But if there's things in your business that you're not loving to do, that's not your zone of genius and you literally dread doing it. For instance, so many people hate inbox management. Yeah. Um, if you're hating that, if you're dreading it, find someone to do it. There's people who can do it for pretty inexpensive and they they love doing it. Like that's their total jam. I'm all about mm. being a genius. And, um, so when it comes to the point where you're dreading things or even when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're like, I don't even have enough time in the day to check my emails or post social media posts or whatever that may be, that's the time you need to find someone. Yes, totally. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I just realized I was like, okay, um, I can't duplicate any more time. It's not like I can put in a request to the time God and be like, Hey, I need a couple more hours, please. Um, especially with having a toddler, like, unfortunately it just doesn't work that way. A lot of times I'm based off of his schedule, which <laughs> is pretty varied. <laughs> right. I know. And time is like the one thing you'll never get back. Like you cannot make more time. There's it's, it's yep. a finite thing. So that's one yeah. Thing. A hundred percent. And yeah, my friend Ashley was actually just telling me yesterday, um, we were boxing back and forth and she was like, here's the thing, Ash. She's like, at the end of the day, like you need to use your money to make more time. And then you use that extra time to be able to learn more about how to run your business in terms of with scaling your zone of genius. Cause I find that a lot of times I know for me, I, I might've shared this story before, but I absolutely hate bookkeeping. Like I know how to do it. I'm totally capable of doing it, but I literally had bookkeeping on my list of things to do for like six months and I kept moving the tasks to the next month and click up I was like oh I'm just too busy I don't want to do it I'm gonna do it next month mm -hmm. yep okay July came and I was like you know what like girl don't even kid yourself you are not going to do this in August there is no you know what I mean I was just like okay there's no way and yep. so I I ended up hiring it out and I think it kind of comes to that point when you're like trying to avoid the task or you're coming to the point where you're just like, okay, listen, like there, I just, I can't even fathom doing this task because of the overwhelm or just simply because you don't like doing it like with me and bookkeeping. Um, so I think that is so incredibly important to kind of also like sit down and write those out or just pay attention to what you are migrating over in ClickUp or in Asana or Trello or whatever yeah. you're using to the next month. And you're just like, oh, don't, I don't even want to do it. Yeah. It's important to know too, that like things change. So initially I was like, I like posting on social media. And now I'm like, Oh God help me. I do not want to post on social media. You know, <laughs> things change. So I have a social media manager on my team who takes on all social media. Um, yeah. I really love strategy and, and, um, like project management and business management kind of things. So that's like my part of my business that I manage. And then I outsource everything else to like my, my VAs that work under me and my agency. And so 
works out really well. <laughs> totally. Okay. So let me lead into this. So how do you kind of go through the process of figuring out your right fit? I mean, I, I know for me, like it's been one of those things where I've hired really good people. And then I've hired people where I was just like, oh my gosh, like we were just like not a perfect fit. Like it just didn't work. So what are some of like the general things that you're like, Hey, keep this in mind when you go through the process of hiring a VA? Yeah, that's, um, that's a really good question because I actually get this so many, so many times people are always reaching out to me and they're like, Oh my gosh, I had such a bad experience with a virtual assistant. I don't know if I can do this again. And I'm like, yes. whoa, whoa, there's someone for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You can make it happen. So what I would say, first of all, trust your gut, right? So if you, if you're on the phone with someone and you're like, I just don't feel like I'm aligning with this person, whatever you believe in the universe, the star, like whatever it is, like just trust your gut and know like your intuition is probably right that it's not going to work out if you're feeling some sort of way on your initial call. So that's the first piece of advice I can give. Second piece of advice, I would say, make sure that somewhere in your agreement, always have an agreement, by the way. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> somewhere in your agreement that there's maybe like a 30-day trial or a 30-day no obligation period where you're like, okay, we have 30 days to work together. We're going to, I'll pay the invoice for 30 days and we'll work together and we'll do our thing. But at the end of the 30 days, I can evaluate if you're the right fit or the wrong fit. Um, if, if I felt more productive or less productive, you know what I mean? <laughs> so always have sort of a clause on there that's like, hey, let's work together for, I recommend 30 days because it does take time to onboard and get people in, into the systems. Um, always have that in there where you're like, okay, let's reevaluate. And then from there, I in my agreements, they're all month to month. So they're... I just require 30 days notice of like termination of the agreement. So that's what I do personally. Everybody, every VA has like a different way of doing it. But uh, when you're hiring someone, you can kind of drive the boat. Totally. I mean, I'm the same exact way. And I know for me, it's one of those things where, um, you know, as you're kind of going through that process, like even if you're the VA, like, let's say like you're on the flip side and you're the VA and you're being hired out by, you know, other people, like just know that you can also control your own ship. Like you can bring those same terms and be like, Hey, I want to make sure you're the right fit. Because the thing is, is that like, just as much as they're the CEO of their business, you're the CEO of your business as well too. And you get to decide who you get to work with and all of that kind of good stuff. So I love that because that's something I never would have even thought of mentioning, but I have that as well too. Um, Because I'm just like, yeah, like it's super important because I'm very like bubbly and high vibe and like I bring all the energy and some people are just like, oh my gosh, like you have too much energy for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like get on a phone call. Don't just hire someone straight away. Get on a phone call and make sure your personalities match. Like I absolutely love you, Ashley. And we've worked together on teams in the past. So it's amazing. So I love your, your bubbly personality, but I know that there's some people that are just like, just get the stuff done, you know? Right. (laughs) So I, I totally feel that. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. This has been so incredibly helpful. Um, so let me ask you one more question here as we are looping on around and all the good stuff. So before you go through the process of hiring somebody, whether regardless of if it's like an ongoing VA or something like that, what is your number one tip that a business owner should have in place before they would come to you to hire either, you, you know, your agency, you personally to help them with project management and all that kind of good stuff. What, what's the number one thing they need to have? That's a really good question. I don't, I don't necessarily believe it's a need, but I think that it, it will be very helpful if you do. Even from the start of, of 
business. I feel like everybody should, should record loom videos for their SOPs to mm. like, if there's things that you're doing over and over again, record that. And because you can record or you can share that recording and then somebody else can do that same thing. So record videos, have SOPs in place of what you're doing and, and repetitive tasks because like it's going to be so much easier to hand off. So when you're, when you're thinking about outsourcing and when you're, before you think about outsourcing, just have things in place. So it's easier to get those, those things off your plate. Totally. Yeah. I know a lot of times, I, I, I mean, even for me, I was like, Oh, SOPs. That sounds very corporate. -y. I don't know if I need that. Like I'm a free will entrepreneur. I do the things, but then like, it's so true because even like, I know for me, like, as I've gone through the process of just doing things solo for a hot moment, I mean, I was going back to my own SOPs and being like, okay, cool. Like, did I onboard them properly? Did I forget anything? Like, you know, it's a great tool to have just to make sure you have all of your ducks in a row, but then using loom also too has been such a game changer because I know for me, I'm definitely like, I write all the time. Like I write all day, every day, I write emails. Right. But then a lot of times, like if I'm trying to explain something, it can be go like way over somebody's head real quickly. They're just like, I'm sorry, wh mm -hmm. where are you at and what? Like, <laughs> yeah. but if so you're screen recording, it's so much easier. Yes. And they could be like, oh, you're in this part of active campaign doing this portion, doing that. It makes it so much easier. So I highly recommend using Loom even when you're communicating with clients, because a lot of times it can help bridge that gap of between 8,000 emails or trying to explain things or needing to hop on a phone call. Um, Loom is great for that. And also for recording this, those SOPs, especially if you're a visual person and you're like, I can't even fandom sitting down and writing all this out just record yourself a loom and transcribe it like it can be that simple well and one other thing too that my clients are doing now is like we record loom videos and then we have virtual assistants go make checklists out of those things so the, so the sops are in place right you're just all you're doing is talking while you're doing whatever you need to get done and then you have like a virtual assistant go make those checklists and have sops in place it's amazing and it's such a good way to run your business because if you were to want to go on a vacation for a week or God forbid, get hit by a bus or something like your business can still keep running because the processes are in place. Yes, that is definitely a hundred percent. One of my goals that I'm working on a hundred percent. Cause I was just like looking at all the things and I was like, man, if I die tomorrow, like, I don't know what y'all going to do. Like poor yeah. husband. I was even thinking about making an exit manual for my husband being like, okay, so if I were to die, you need to please post on Facebook. I need you to go onto Instagram and do an Instagram story. <laughs> like yeah. very detailed. There's an SOP like, for that, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> an SOP for exit plan for Ashley. Yep. Yep. But, um, <laughs> <sighs> you know, and it's just one of those things where, again, we just, I mean, as sad as that could be, you know, a lot of times we just don't think about those things because mm -hmm. we're just like, we're free will entrepreneurs. We do the things, but you know, in reality, like we still have clients that pay us. So like for me, like my clients pay me for an actual service and I would like cry in my grave if like they didn't get that actual service or they weren't like redeemed properly or whatever that needs to be, um, you know, for them. So I think that's so incredibly important to have as well too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Awesome girl. Oh, this has been so incredibly helpful. Okay. So as we go to close, um, I just want to basically open it up to you to be able to share all of the goodness. How can we connect with you? Um, and how can we also get in contact with you if we are interested in moving forward and talking about outsourcing all the things that overwhelm us and we just don't have time to do? Yeah. So I, I want to open the floor for everybody else to reach out to me. If you have questions about outsourcing, 
please reach out because I know that there's so much and don't let it intimidate you. There's, <laughs> there's so many things to know. And it's really like, Oh my gosh, I'm like handing a part of my business off to someone else. Right. So if there's any questions at all, you can find me on all social media channels at Holly and co agency. That's the handle. Um, my website is hollyandco.org. And I just want to share an opportunity if anybody who, um, any virtual assistants who are looking for, you know, kind of support, or even if somebody wants to become a virtual assistant, they want to be the outsource C, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, reach out to me, hollyandco.org. And then my mastermind is hollyandco.org slash mastermind. So. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I am seriously so incredibly excited uh, for everyone to dive in and implement and start working on their SOPs so that way they can prep in order to be able to hire you. So thank you so much for being here, girl. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Alrighty guys. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Listen, if you love today's content, drop me a line and leave me a review. Oh, and shout out to ConvertKit for making this episode possible. You can hop on over to ashleykdeluca.com forward slash support to grab your free exclusive trial as a Connect and Convert listener. Now, until next time, I will chat with you over in my free Facebook group, email marketing simplified. Now enjoy your cup of coffee and we'll chat soon.